Sam Iskabel. Thank you for tuning in again. We have a great show today. I, um, you know, I have a lot of guests come on and I get to talk to a lot of people regarding the Felt Podcast and what we're doing here. But today is it's a good day for me because my good friend Juan Padilla is here. Um, he's he's doing a lot of things. He's a man that moves quick. He talks fast and he sells cars. He builds homes. He's got a lot going on. And I've learned a lot from him. But to get where he is now, he's had a lot of challenges, right, Juan? Absolutely. A lot of things uh, that you have to go through to end up, you know, where you are, right? And so I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for, for coming on. You, you're you the owner of MB Motors. I want to give a small plug in case you're listening and maybe you're walking or maybe you need a new car. Juan can take care of you. I understand there's 100 car dealerships you can go anywhere you want, but at the end of the day, it's about relationships and customer service, and I believe that Juan offers that. And so, Juan, thank you for being here. Tell us a little bit about NB Motors, uh, where it is, and you know what kind of services you offer. And then after that, we're going to put a pause on that, and we're going to jump into your life, and we're going to share a little bit about who you are, because I believe that your life journey can help a lot of people that are listening. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Sam, for having me on the show. It's a it's a blessing to be here. Um, NB stands for New Beginning. Okay. Um, my wife and I we are both running the show together, and um, along with our amazing team that we do have. Yeah. Um, my wife and I've been together twenty years, um, and we are high school sweethearts. So, um, it just starts for new beginning. Started a new beginning for myself in my God. life when we started. Yeah. Um, knew nothing about the car business. Um, how I got into car business was real funny. Story. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. So <clears throat> I guess if someone's listening, if they need a car, they can come see you. Yes. Right. We, how do they find you? We are all over social media. Mm-hmm. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Um, Just type in. All of the above. In NewBeginningMotors.org. Our address is 4012 South Freeway, Fort Worth, Texas, 76110, deep Damn. in the heart of Southside, Texas, about two miles away from downtown yeah. Fort Worth. If you can drive it, you can buy it from NB. And if you ain't messing with New Beginning, guess what? You're still in the past. <laughs> so anyways, I'll put the description below if you're listening and you need his services for any reason. Juan will take care of you. Yes. Let's get into the show. So I met you and we were having dinner at a friend's house and everyone's like, when when you walked in, you know, I saw everyone kind of perk up. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, Juan's here. Blah, blah. And they were like, I saw everyone like eager to kind of talk to you and share some of their, who they are and what they were doing. And so to me, I like reading the room and reading people. And so I thought that that was kind of odd. I said, who? Is this guy, he's like, he's dark like me. He got a big old head like me. You know, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see, you know what I mean? And so I was just watching you. And then, um, and I said to myself, okay, I got to, I got to be strategic because I, I read you right away. And I said, this guy's, you know, a lot of people want to talk to him. They want to be cool with him. So I got to be careful how I meet Juan. And then that day I met you. And then that, and then that was it, man. That was the start of our friendship. And, uh, Ever since I met you, you're just like driven, like like you like working hard, man. You you know you clock in, and and you do things, and it's just it's motivational for me. You know what I mean. But at the same time, because you're my friend, um, I you know I'm, I'm assuming I have permission. I won't share all the details, but you have a lot of challenges, and me and you talk about it. I learn from you. You learn from me. And I'm so I can confidently say that running a business, running a car lot 
comes with a lot of challenges. And I think that even with the stresses that you have and how sometimes like you're a little stressed, you're kind of venting, but at the end of the day, you're still clocking in and you're handling it, mm -hmm. right? That's, that's a trait that a lot of people need, um, especially if they're facing challenges or failures because they'll just quit and you haven't quit. Mm. So take me back to young Juanito, right? When you were a kid, because I believe that a lot of the, the strengths that we have that help us now were developed way back. So take me back. Tell me a little bit about when you were growing up. What was your home life like? What were some of the things that you went through and learned? Okay, so um, I'm the oldest of four of us. Mm -hmm. um, my mom, my parents divorced when I was 10 years old. Um, didn't have any, I was always, didn't have any male role models in my life, okay? Um, didn't study, nothing. I hated school. Yeah. I was the kid that hated school. Was always, Did you struggle in school? Um, you know, I was straight A's all the way until eighth grade. Got it. Ninth grade. Once yeah. I got into high school, I was just like... Yeah, it's hard to handle that freedom at ninth. Yeah, okay. I understand. So um, I was under sports, you know. I always mm -hmm. say that my mom was my number one fan growing up. She was always at my games. Yeah. And, um, that's one thing that I do remember all the time. I could look back and my mom would be in the stands. So mm -hmm. shout out to my mom. Yeah. Um, she gave birth to a winner, so I got a win, you know. Yeah. Um, so grew up, you know, my parents divorced when I was 10. Um, I just, I remember a lot of chaos, okay, a lot of chaos yeah. growing up, lots of grudges, lots of, um, just, it was it was a hard life, you know, growing up. My mom always worked hard, um, two jobs, make sure we had enough to eat. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I always remember is that we had every snack possible, you know, food, Little Debbie snacks, oatmeal pies. Yeah. So my mom always polo boots, um, just the best of the best, you know, so we yeah. didn't have to grow up stealing uh, you Got know, it. doing stuff like that. So, um, you know, grew up growing up, it was it was hard. It was rough because I was the oldest, so yeah. I always had to look after everybody. Now, at that age, like looking back now, it's easy to understand the dynamics of a a, a single mom and having to work two jobs. But when you were young, you had no clue what your mom was doing and really like her just how tired an individual is, working hard, making ends meet. What? What did you learn or, or notice back then that helps you now? Now, let me throw, here's why I'm asking. There's some people that say, I remember that I could never get a pair of new shoes. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I remember all my friends getting new shoes. I told myself, I'm always going to work hard because every year I'm going to have new shoes. You know what I mean? And so back then going through all of that, what did it instill in you? Um, you know, Going through it, so kids that grew up not having the new stuff, uh, I won't say that we never had because I always had. That was mm -hmm. one thing that my mom taught me. Um, she was always a great provider, you yeah. know. So I was always the one that's um, always giving. Um, I think even now to this day I'm a big giver. Yeah. Um, but I think I learned that from her and took that a bunch. Like, no matter what, uh, even if I barely make it, guess what? My family is going to always have enough to do that extra stuff yeah um growing up we always had new shoes my mom made sure we did whether it yeah. was layaway or um you know whatever christmas trees were always full um even though i'd opened the gifts before uh, you know the night before christmas wrapped back up but we always had a good christmas You're so wrong for doing that bro <laughs> you, know how, Sorry, you, know, you know how hard a mom works to wrap them <laughs> yes now i look at it you okay. know 
But, um, you know, I, I would say it was totally opposite in my life. Yeah. Uh, because we always did have, and, and just, she was never home because she was always working. And how, did that, how did that affect you? Um, I'm going to lie. I was always scared growing up, you yeah. know. Um, when you say, how did that affect me? Um, you can get to grow up like normal families do with mom and dad together. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was, it was just my mom and, um, you know, she dated a few guys and nobody did, I, you know, it was, it didn't turn out good, but, um, I don't know. I, I grew up a lot afraid. I can say that I, I grew up very, very afraid. Now what challenges did, you know, you were, you were young. So going into middle school and high school, what were some of the challenges that you faced because of your home life? Um, I think I had a lot of freedom, man. You know, yeah. some of the challenges were freedom. Um, yeah, people think like positive when they, oh, I'm free, I'm free. But when your mom's busy or both parents are busy and they're like, hey, just fend for yourself, you got to grow up fast. And then until you're older, you realize, man, I totally wasted my time or I made so many bad decisions. Mm-hmm. But who's there to take care of you? <clears throat> for real, you know? Yeah. Um, I look back now and I'm just like, um, I used to chase uh, the wrong stuff. Instead of learning school, I used to, you know, chase girls and um, just being in the wrong stuff. I was never into, like, gangs. I was always into sports. I loved sports. I was very athletic, very competitive. What was Um, your number one sport? Football. Yeah. Yeah. What position did you play? Uh, What did you like? I played fullback, tight end. I did a lot of different stuff. Defensive end. Yeah, uh, I was a beast, strongest kid in high school, you know. I mean, these guns <laughs> You can't see it on the camera. They're going to look <laughs> real small. But anyway, no. So, okay, so take us forward. Okay, so you're running a business now. You, you know, you, you know, without saying numbers, you're making some money, you know, you're 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 doing some things. You make things happen not only for your family, but a lot of people. But what led up to there? Where did you I understand that your mom worked hard and you saw her, but how did Okay, so you have a good work ethic. Mm-hmm. How did you test it? In your early years. <clears throat> okay, so I started cutting grass way before high school um, in sixth grade, I remember. Yeah, um, so you started early, man. Oh, yeah, I was making 50 bucks for this huge yard, and, and it's right by our house that we own, you know, our yeah. first house. And I look at the yard now, and it's a, it's a kind of like a commercial lot, and I'm just like, the heck was I thinking, you know? <laughs> yeah. 50 bucks. Yeah. And I remember going to the store, getting my pair of shoes because I worked so hard for it. Um, I, you know... Um, so going into that, um, I just, where did I, I got, you know, I jumped into UPS from my mom, I guess, her work yeah. ethic. I turned 18 out of high school. I did not want to go to school. I remember she kept telling me, get a trade, do something. Yeah. Um, but she was never around. Like I said, that wasn't that role model to push you to go and, hey, go conquer the world. You can do what you want. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that she, she didn't push me to do better, but she just wasn't there. She couldn't be there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so individuals, like, whenever we have challenges, it's nice to be pushed. But an individual has to know how to push another person. And sometimes... You know, you'll learn that people sometimes just don't have that gear. Like sometimes people are just too busy going, going, going. And it really requires like a focus, like an inner focus Mm -hmm. to push people. And the reason I'm mentioning that is because you push people. Mm -hmm. And I want to figure out where you got that from because everything that I know about you, man, you've just clocked in and you worked. You brought up UPS. Tell me a little bit about working at UPS, you know, and what led you to the next step? Because you told me you were making good money there, but you were also working a lot. So talk to me a little bit about that time in your life. Okay, so um, getting out of high school, it's a crazy story. 
Fresh, 17 years old, I applied to UPS. They hired me the next day. UPS yeah. will hire anybody, you know. <laughs> eight fifty an hour, I remember, yeah. okay. And um, it was loading trucks, okay. So what led to that? Um, I had to work. I had a family. I had my daughter right out of high school. Yeah. And um, my wife was pregnant, Crystal. And then um, I just, I was, I never wanted to be broke, you know. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was working Risky's Barbecue. I was a busboy at the mm. time. And I remember there was a UPS driver, Joshua Villarreal. He's not with us anymore. But I remember he was sitting at the bar drinking and he was telling me how he was making $28 an hour at the time. This was 20 years ago, you know. Yeah. And I was like, wow, me and my cousin were so amazed. And my cousin lived with me at the time. And, um, I mean, yeah, back at school. So um, I remember I thought that was the world. And I was like, man, that's what I want to do is be a UPS driver. And so I was working at Risky's. I got a job at UPS. Mm -hmm. I knew what I wanted to do because I hated school. I didn't want to go to school. Uh, I tried college a little bit and never finished a semester. I showed up like three times and I just was like, I'm (laughs) out of here. Yeah. But, um, you know, working UPS, working Dr. Pepper, I worked three jobs. So. I think working, once I finally, I saw the goal. I speak it a lot. I say, if you can see it, then you can achieve it. And I saw the full-time pay. I saw the money that you can make there. I saw the benefits that you could have. And I stuck it out. You know, I was very consistent in that. Um, And and once I got to that goal, I was like, okay, great. I made it, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Part Again, working hard. And again, I hated being in the back of that truck. I can still remember those days where you're in the back in a sweat pit just sweating. Um, so leading to that, I think that's where the work ethic that I have now from working three jobs, like I'm not afraid to do it because I was even mowing yards at the time, at that time, you know? Um, but so you, you're working hard and you're making money in all these places. Is there a goal for your money or is there, is there a goal for, for what you're going to do in the future? Or are you just trying to stack money because you said, I I just never want to be broke. What was your motivation or what was your goal at that time? <clears throat> my goal at the time was to always be able to have extra, my wife, my yeah. daughter, to make sure that they never were without, you know. Um, I never had any um, financial goals, man. I never had no goals, no no uh, mindset of investing, uh, no mindset of flipping. So this came later in your life, uh-huh. this new mentality that, that I know of. Back then you were just making it, and even though you weren't broke, you were just trying to meet your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What would yourself right now tell your younger self and saying, dude, like I see what you're doing, right? You don't want to be broke, but you got to think bigger or did it feel like it was big enough? Um, well, the, but let me, the reason I say that is because now tell me if I'm right or wrong, but the desire not to want to be broke, is that the motivation that you have in front of you now or the motivation is different? Um, Totally, the motivation is totally different. And I mentioned that because people that fail or have challenges, they think, oh, I just never want to be broken, that that's good enough. But I feel like if you set them and say, grow your mind, study, find your passion, find your gift, what industries are around that, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of just saying, I don't want to be broke because we all have more depth. But I'm just showing how you've grown because back then, that that's what you had in your mind. Sure. And there's no way that compares to who Juan is today so tell me how far that got you and when your mind started shifting away from just a simple i don't want to be broke okay so if i was telling myself back then right um yeah i didn't want to be broke i wanted to make as much money as possible 
That's great, right? Mm-hmm. However, if you don't have, um, the Bible says, hey, the people that uh, don't have a vision, they're going to perish, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what you're looking at, as a 20-year-old kid where I was, you know, no yeah. direction, no nothing. Nowadays, I would tell somebody, uh, my oldest myself back then, hey, be the best version of yourself right yeah. now. What does that start with? That starts with getting up in the morning first and telling God thank you, right? Getting yeah. on your knees and surrender. Uh, number one, I talk about it a lot. Lots of successful people we study and follow, um, and it's true. Faith, fitness, faith, family, and fitness. Mm. You know, those are three Fs. Yeah. Um, so I would, I, I would tell myself that, but you know, sometimes you wish you had that guy to hold your hand. I'm totally for that. I've helped several people, you know, yeah. um, come out of nothing, relationships mm. where they have never worked all their life, several women and our sales team that we have, and show them how, how you can make 10, 15K a month easily yeah. in the car yeah. business. Hence the name, New Beginning. You want to help people have new beginnings, and finances has a lot to do with it. But talking to you, I know that it doesn't start and finish with finances. I know that you love motivating people, building them up, having them understand like what is business, how to generate leads, how to do a lot of other things. It's not so like narrow with you Mm -hmm. because you're trying to invest in people. Correct. Tell me uh, some more challenges, dude, that you have had that where you were on the verge of quitting, where you said, you know what, I'm staying at UPS, or maybe jump ahead and tell me when you left, because even that was pretty tough, because you were making good money, Mm -hmm. and you walked away, and I think that maybe the path to owning your car lot started between there somewhere. So um, UPS, we're a union, right? UPS is a huge company. A billion dollar company that quarters every quarter profits billions and billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So I was I was paying union dues at the time, okay, and I I was like I didn't know what the union really was. <clears throat> yeah. And then I found out, uh, man, you can make money. I was with the company now nineteen and a half years, granted, okay. Yeah. And I found out that Let I can pump the brakes. If you're listening, see, there's a lot of people that they fell several times and they say well this i'm going down the wrong path it's not happening fast enough and you just invested 19 plus years in a company and i have to believe that you learned something and some people in this day and age will consider that a failure like dude you wasted your time there Mm -hmm. that long Mm -hmm. but i don't think that's true no being there that long tell me what you learned during those 19 years I learned that knowledge is power, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, There was a guy, Charles Ty, at the time, right? I was going into um, learning the union, studying the union, attending meetings. Hey, I'm paying dues. There was so much money to be made in there, okay? So Mm -hmm. I learned how to hustle while I was working. Um, I learned how to make, shoot, literally 90, 110, 150 bucks an hour uh, by filing grievances and learning our contract. And being able to execute, right? A lot of people are afraid of what they don't know. Got it. Uh, people are scared of what they don't know. It's it's always afraid, you know? Yeah. Trust me. There's things that technology, I hate it, right? Yeah. I'm just like, hey, my my guy Sam, I'm like, hey, I need you to do this, do yeah, this, yeah. do this. My daughter has no patience with training that. But um, I learned a lot of if knowledge is power, if you learn it, then you can do it, right? So once I got that first commission, I think commission started mm-hmm. in sales. Uh, at UPS because I had to go in and face management. I had to go in there and tell them why they were wrong. Basically, I was citationing them, the company, and I had to face them in their face. Bold confidence, just like sales, and tell them, hey, you're wrong. I got this facts. I got this. I got this. 
do you want to settle? And I had to negotiate, you know? Yeah. I look back now and I'm like, I would have been a bad in the in the union hall, you know, where these politics, right? Yeah, where the yeah. guys are all. So UPS taught me how to sell, and it was really preparing me for negotiation, selling, hustling. Um, but it was just the mindset that had to change. While yeah. I was at UPS, I got into some um, personal development with network marketing, and that changed the way I thought. You know, I yeah. used to go to meetings at night with my in-laws, and they introduced me to some um, Amway product and, you know, uh, seminars, network marketing, and, and all that stuff works. But that's where I think I opened up my mind. Um, I got fired five times from UPS, okay? Dude, that's epic failure. <laughs> epic failure, right? So there's <laughs> See, a failure there. Okay, so everyone's, we all want to laugh a little bit, okay? So did you get fired, like, for stealing boxes or something? It was no, my I'm joking. Job. That was just my, my movie reference. They said it was from the back of my head, you know? But I don't know. They couldn't tell. Okay, so tell me about the times that you <laughs> got fired. And how'd you, how'd you feel? Why did you come back and do that several times? Dude, that's hard. Like, coming back to maybe where you failed or got fired is difficult for people, but it's important sometimes to continue your journey. Like, especially if there's opportunity or especially if it's like a place to learn, say, fine, you fired me because of this, but I have a goal that's bigger than why you fired me. So you went back a few times. What did you gain from that? So... Um, I got fired. I went back a few times. First time I left, um, I remember the union president was like, you better go cut grass because it's going to be a long time before I can get you a job back. Hmm. And I looked at him and I was like, man, uh, I got a cousin, Ray Pizzana. He's no longer with us right now, okay? But he started me. He got me started in the car business. He's uh, He was my male role model. Like I said, I didn't have anybody, but he was my older cousin, older brother. Yeah, yeah. The man, the oldest guy in the family. And we followed him, you know? So he brought me on into car dealership. I took a day off, and I was like, holy crap, what am I going to do? Lord, what am I doing? Yeah. I was worshiping UPS because I thought it was God at the time, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, so once they let me go the first time, we're talking about failures. I had failed in my marriage, you know? I was I was jacking around, being a freaking goofus, you know, a yeah, doofus. Okay. And um, I went and confronted a guy, you know, and I got fired the first time. So mm. then I took a day off. I went and uh, went to got into car business. That's how I got into car business. As the but the first time you got fired, uh -huh. okay. I, so I went to sell cars. I took a day off, sold cars. I sold seventeen cars the first month. I made eighty five hundred dollars, I think I remember, and it was it was amazing, you know. Man, and this was shoot sixteen years ago, seventeen years ago, you know. Dude, okay, so it's it's interesting because okay, so we have these challenges in life, and one is this. You're, you're making a good living somewhere, mm -hmm. but that might be keeping you from your new path. Absolutely. You right? And so, it. man, you had to get fired to figure out there's another path. And so sometimes, let me, but take this with a grain of salt, that if you're doing good somewhere, you might need just a little breather to see if you're meant to do something else. And that's hard to do on your own because for you, it just kind of, that was circumstantial, right? Absolutely. So one day you sold 17 cars. Were you convinced then? And what happened after that? Because you went back to UPS or? I wasn't convinced then. Like you said, you have to you have to put yourself in the corner sometimes in life and be like, man, you know, and, and even if you're not winning at the time, yeah. you got to see if somebody's willing to take you on um, and give you that opportunity. Yeah. Those opportunities, you got to jump on them too. Um, hmm. 
again, going back to telling your 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 twenty year old self that I would be like, if somebody is willing to take you by your hand, you gotta grasp it and run with yeah. it. Um, so I didn't spark that. Um, they got me my job back. I think I sold cards for like three months, and then they got my job back. And then I've tasted commissions, right? And I was like, yeah. no kidding. Thirteen hundred dollars was my first commission. I, it was a blue twenty thirteen Tahoe. Yeah. I sold to a fireman out in Arlington. I still remember the day we went and celebrated down the street from Margaritas. My cousin said, you're going to do great in this business because you're so greedy, okay? <laughs> but my work ethic was always never be broken. That was already on my mind. I was like, holy crap, if I don't sell, I'm not going to eat. Yeah. And I'm like, I got my family to take care of. Yeah. I still remember turning the music on to the Christian radio station on every car in the lot. And I was sharing <laughs> that with my daughter the other day. But I was like... It wasn't me. It was God. <laughs> it was God. You know, so I was trying to get... You know, I was hustling, man. I was trying to do this, trying to do that. Back then, there was no social media. Yeah, no. No nothing. It was straight picking up the phone, grinding, hitting mm. up the phone, pounding the phones, yeah. man. And I remember my cousin gave me a book by Joe Verde. And in the book, it said, in the car business, it says, this is your own business, on other people's income inventory. Yeah. But you're running your own business on somebody else's stress, sweat. You know, I think we were talking about that a little yeah. bit earlier. But you're running their business, you're running your own business under what they're doing. And got you don't it. even gotta invest a dollar in the sense of wow. office space, pay electric, you oh. know? And and I think Interesting. That's, that's where a lot of people fail to see that they don't see the operation behind business, the money that's coming in, yeah. you know? The money comes in, it goes out as well. Yeah. Uh, um so you know um, I got I got back to UPS, sweating away again. Yeah. I had already been to a few seminars, thinking about you know, th- or thinking grow like the rich, rich dad, poor dad, and I was just so like, you felt your mind shifting. Oh yeah, like you wanted something else. Oh yeah, you got a li- you got a little taste of the glory, you know, like some people say. You used the word greed mm-hmm. that your mentor said you're gonna make it because you're greedy. Now, greedy is a negative word. Sure. Like there's, you know, it's not a good thing. It, it's a good motivation. Don't get me wrong. What would you replace that word to if you were talking with someone that you're mentoring? Because okay. the reason I, I'm asking that is because that I don't feel, I feel like greed shouldn't be the motivation. It's not greed. It's just being the best you because yeah. you're never... You're never like it's never enough. Not in the sense of you know you can do better. Got it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. But I, I mentioned it because words matter, okay. right? And so, in our life, when we go through things, there's a certain way people talk to us, and then it's up to us how we choose to talk to people. And I know you, Juan, mm-hmm. and I know that your motivation now is not because I don't want to be broke and because I'm greedy. Like, you see, you see what I'm saying? It sure. worked for the young one, sure. and there's someone listening right now where those two things are kind of pushing them. And I just want to tell the listener, hey, there's something bigger and better than I don't want to be broke and I'm greedy. You see what I'm saying? And watching you do business and watching just you, you like chat the challenges that come with like having employees and training people and how stressed it makes you. But I also see you on your good days when you have successes. Talk to me a little bit about your mental strength. Now, I'm not saying that you're like like Iron Man, mm-hmm. right? It affects you, and it's it's obvious, and we're good friends, so we talk about it. But how do you deal with it? How did you develop your mental strength to have a bad day, right? Let's just say you bought a car and you lost money or whatever, the, the, all the negatives that come with running a lot or a business, but you still show up the next day. Like, how do you do that? Where did you develop that from? Um, where did I develop that from? 
I don't know. Grant Cardone, Andy Elliott, a lot of these guys that I follow, okay? Yeah. Where did I develop that from? I just never could quit. You know, my mom never quit on us. Yeah. And I would can remember that. Like, I always said that I was going to break the traditional curse of always giving up, of always quitting. Yeah. Um, divorce, my family, stuff like that. So I always had the mentality of... I'm not going to get divorced. I yeah. am going to win, right? So when I was at work, when they called greed, right, I would replace that with, um, again, just taking advantage of opportunity. because yeah, I can see, still, I like that. Taking advantage yeah. of opportunity. Because I can still remember uh, my cousins. Um, I have a cousin now, David Delgado, uh, Mr. Approve. He's do, he does great. Yeah. I mean, he's great. He's great, you know? But I remember them gambling in the corner, you know, the sales guys. And, oh, yeah. and a customer would come, and I'd run to the door, wham, because I wanted the mm. next deal. I wanted to hit bonus, you yeah. know? Um, so, you know, I would say that's that that could replace that. But um, I don't know. You know, I just, where did I develop that? I just couldn't stop, man. It was the, it was the mentality of never not having enough. Yeah. People don't realize that business owners take a beating, man. Yes. Like, it's hard on an individual and you know if I'm Juan, you can take a beating, bro. Like you can, t- and and I and I watch you, and I hear you, but then you still show up and you clock in. Now I can't take a beating like you. Like when I go through things, it affects me a lot longer because sure. because I'm not running a boat like you. You know, sure. I'm running and I'm just paddling like a little paddle boat and stuff. So it's different for me. But I feel like you have something there. That as I grow or as someone else grows in their success, that they're going to, that that'll benefit them, right? So talk to me a little bit about what you do mentally, like in your head. When you have a a bad day, Uh right? I don't know what kind of bad days a business owner of a car lot has specifically, but then what do you tell yourself? Like, how do you then clock out or leave that and then clock in the next day? I think that your faith has to be in line, right? If, yeah. you, if you don't have God in your life, number one, okay? Yeah. Um, this is what I would tell my 20-year-old self again, going back to Go to that. church. Yeah, go to church, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, if you don't have a relationship with God, guess what? You're going to be alone. You're going to be alone. Mm. You're going to be the Lone Ranger. And and it's true, guys, okay? Um, so that's number one. You can always pray. Having a good network of people, yeah. people that are doers, people that are action takers, people that are, mm. um, you know, that are applying what, what we are doing, right? Yeah. Um, like yourself included. I know if I'm having a bad day, hey, I can have that support in calling you. Going to the gym is a big release. Meditation yeah. is a good uh, practice, you know. Yeah. Uh, my spouse as well, having a spouse that supports you. And we're both Alba dogs, believe me. It's not easy. It's hard to turn off. Uh, it's hard to turn it off when you get home, business and work and marriage. But um, Yeah, if you're listening, there's a better half to Juan. All right, Krista, if you're listening to this, you know, I'll have her on one day and I know that she's going to bring some something really good for the audience. But, you know, you had to go first. But, you know, shout out to to your wife, Crystal. She's she's cool, man. She she has a lot of knowledge. She wanted to give her a, a shout out. So. She, she's amazing. She's amazing. She inspires me every freaking day. I love it, bro. So, OK, here we go. I want to go down this path. OK. Life is hard. Yep. And you've had a lot of challenges. Absolutely. Name of, or tell me another main challenge. Well, it could be at work. It could be how, anywhere else that you've gone through, and then uh, and then we'll dig into that. Another challenge, another big challenge for me, is I would say a big challenge with work. Okay, is training people 
over and over mm. and day in, day out. Investing in people, um, investing in them, investing in them, only to catch them lying to you over and over and over. Got it. And then just quitting on themselves. They didn't just yeah. quit on me, but they quit on themselves. Yeah, yeah. And it's sad because I think I have such a big heart to want to save everybody. Um, but I can't save them. Only Jesus can save, right? Yeah. But I think that that would be one of the biggest things is when they don't grasp it, the opportunity mm. in front of them. You know, some people preach it and preach it and preach it, but then some people are actually doing it. Yeah. Um, one of my guys, Santiago, he just started with me. Very, very green. And, I mean, he sees it. He's tasted it. You know, he's come in not knowing nothing, but he's seeing what he can do and what he's yeah. capable of doing. And um, I'm always trying to... Make sure they're taken care of, man. Now, so, how many people, how many salespeople or people like Santiago have you gone through in your business career? Um, like over fifty, over like thirty. Eh, probably about thirty. You about know? thirty, okay. Easily. And with a lot of them, they've like you said, things didn't go good. Mm-hmm. They're no longer with you. You know, you poured out a lot and you invested in them, mm-hmm. but now that investment is gone, and it just seems like it would make you go on empty. Or stop losing hope in people, right? And that's a, and to me, that's a challenge a lot of people go through. If they get burned just enough times, they stop believing in people. Sure. And I don't like that. I think you never, never lose that. Never lose that. I believe in individuals. We can help each other out. And that's how we can make this, this world just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But you, I wouldn't blame you if you were mad. And you said, I'm not investing in anyone else. Because I have done, I've spent money, time, and it's just stressed me out. It's been so difficult. But that's not you. You still do it. You still clock in and you pour into people. Where, where does that come from? How do you continue to do that? I think you have to stay in the network of what other people are doing. Car, yeah. auto business, auto industry, right? Yeah. Nobody's taught us the auto industry, me and my wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, self-taught, self-made. Yeah, self-taught, self-made, um, just trial and error, trial and error. But where do you do that? I think it's, um, I don't know, man. That's a... What's what's about what? What do you see in individuals that makes you say, "I want to help them be great"? Because I, it just can't sure. be like I want to build MB so that we can make a bunch of money. Like well, it, at some point, you have to think about the other person and what they're trying to achieve. Where did you learn that from, and why do you keep showing up and doing it? I think it's great motivation for people who are not only trying to be leaders or business owners. Is you're going to have to continue to invest in people, mm-hmm. even though. Other people have let you down. Um, I think, like Chris always says, you know, those that are going to come is who God has with you. Mm. And some are going to ride with you and some are not. I've got Romeo. Romeo, he's a a great closer. One of my best sales guys as well, you know. Um, He's been with me almost over a year now. He's came and then he's left. And Mm. he, you know, he came back to me and he's like, man, Juan, I'm sorry I left, you know. And, uh, you know, you go back to it, it's like creating a culture. But all of that keeps me accountable. And I think that continuing to build in for the people that are showing up, I have to show up being the best version of myself for them. Because if I don't show up for them, um, I know that they're not going to feed their families. Um, Today, example, I had a deal come in and we didn't close the deal, okay? But however, I was like, my heart breaks because I'm just like, man, 
you know, she's got a little boy to take care of. Yeah. So I got a big heart for all my team. I'm always like, I'll go out there. I'll do whatever I got to do. I pull yeah. people back out of their cars, sit them back down, and I, I got to go close. You got to yeah. go close. You got to go close. So I think that that's where I keep going because there is few out there that want what you want, you know. And at our company, um, we don't just hire anybody. Before, I used to hire people out of desperation, mm. saying, man, I just need to throw a body in there, put a body in there, yeah. and maybe I can get five, eight deals from them. Well, that was the worst thing that I could have done, you yeah. know. Um, a lot of those people are not with us no more. Yeah. But with those people being gone, there's been a bigger light there with our culture. We preach a lot of culture. Culture culture is everything. Grant yeah. Cardone, Andy Elliott. I've seen Andy Elliott build um, the last two and a half, three years now. The guy's mm. amazing, you know. And I'm just like, man, I want to be like that dude with his consistency, with his discipline, yeah. with, and eating and working out. And being the best captain for his team. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to get my team to come into Fort Worth when your team was out further. It's tough because um, I got to push myself. Me and mm. my wife, I'm the only guy that's going to push myself. And if I don't yeah. push myself and get up, then why would they follow me? Why are they going to follow the example that I'm leaving? As a salesperson, because I think that that's, that's who you are at the end of the day. It's just a great salesperson. What are some areas that you're proud of mm -hmm. that you want to teach people about sales? But what are some areas that you, you lack in that you know you need development in? And I, the reason uh -huh. I say that is because it's important for individuals to look in the mirror and be honest with themselves. And, I'm, and, and I want people to see that, that you're humble, that you're able to identify and tweak it a little bit and learn. I think that's a good quality. So tell me some of the good. Tell me some of the things that you're working on right now. So some of the work, things that I'm working on right now, I'm going to go with the bad stuff first, mm -hmm, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm not acting on emotion, okay? Um, that's um, that's one of the bad things. i got to stop and think what I say first, you know? Mm -hmm. right? Because, again, like I said, I've got such a big heart for people mm -hmm. and want to see them do their best yeah. um, that sometimes I can get a little emotionally attached with yeah. them. And, and now i got to depart myself a little bit. I'm like, if you want it, you want it. And if you don't, then you don't, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and i got to be okay with that, you know? Um, another bad thing that I lack in is discipline in the sense of being organized, okay? Yeah. I just turned 40 last week. Yeah. And I'm like, I look back and I'm like, I need to get disciplined. I'm listening to a book called Atomic Habits right yeah. now. And I'm like, so if I just do this a little bit a day and keep it going and keep it going, then it's going to become natural. Yeah. So I'm catching myself doing a lot of different things. Um, I would say like another thing I can say that I lack in is management skills because I don't know how to be a manager. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't apply for management, you know, yeah. it kind of fell in our lap oh, yeah. and it took off and it blew up and guess what? I got a lot. I buy cars. I got a train. I, I, um, close deals. I, um, got to run to make ready. You know, there's, there's so many hats that I've had to fill. Yeah. Um, and with the team that we're trying to build, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm having to let go of that stuff. Um, you know, so I'm having to learn management, uh, leadership. Um, yeah. so Sticking to investing in myself, um, training, business training. Mm. We had a, a business coach, you know. Um, wasn't cheap. <laughs> yeah. Never thought I'd be spending that kind of money on myself. However, it did teach me several things that I could do. Now, like, you, you value learning a lot. Uh -huh. You just finished saying that, they, it, you know, it costs you a lot to get this coach. And you, you're always learning. You're watching videos. And not only are you doing that, but you're also training your team. Mm -hmm. Why have you made learning so important? In your life. So the good things, right? Why have I made learning? Because in order to be great, you've got to be good first, I think, mm. you know? And if you're not good at what you do, how can you be great at what you do? Yeah. So 
I know that personal development starting back in, you know, listening to this Amway stuff, I used to watch these speakers speak, and I'm like, how do they know if they haven't even been to it? So I used to have a, a bad attitude with that kind of stuff, yeah. but now I'm just like, you have to invest in yourself. If you do not invest in yourself and you think you know it all, hmm. you're not going to keep learning no more, and you cannot grow in that stage of life where you think you know everything. Yeah. Um, so applying it, doing the action part. Um, this is why we do invest in our people. A lot of the good stuff, I do pay for seminars. I'm not afraid to invest in my people so they can level up. Yeah. Um, a lot of other independent dealers who have been in the business for a long time come to me and ask me, well, did you think I bought this right? What do you think about this purchase? Yeah. So for me, I'm like, man, I'm doing something right. Yeah. You know? So uh, you're, you're doing a lot <laughs> and, and you're, you're moving a lot of inventory and you got some other projects um, that you're working on. Mm-hmm. What are some of like some of your goals moving forward? Um, because remember the goals you had at a high school sure. when you were working, sure. they were very simple and, and kind of narrow minded, if you don't mind me saying that. Oh, and now, either. now that you're, you've learned a lot more and now that you know people the way that you do, what, what's, what's one in the future? Juan in the future is um, creating relationships with people, uh, big millionaires, big business owners. Yeah. Uh, powerhouse. Why? Why? Because your network is your net worth. It's a true story, okay? I've learned that a long time ago in yeah. life, that the more people you can put yourself in front of, the more connections you're always going to have in life, right? Uh, Cardone talks about, Grant Cardone talks about um, going to, he said his kids will go to college to go and get, meet people. You know, not to go and get an education, but to go and meet people. My yeah. daughter, Asia, Miss Make It Happen, uh, got accepted to Penn State, you know, yeah. and she was there for a year, and I was freaking amazed by it, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize how great of an elite school that was. I was just paying the tuition a month, and it wasn't a cheap tuition, <laughs> yeah, you know, so yeah. I was like, just go sell another car, you know. But um, your network is your net worth, so I'm like, you have to, have to continuously um, grow yourself, man, because... You stop, you're, yeah. you know, you're not. What's the, what's some of the goals that, that you have that have come out of some of your biggest challenges? <clears throat> one of my goals, okay, so we've been in the business two and a half years. Um, uh, what's that? One of my strengths. But not now. You've been in the business longer than that? It's been three years now. Three years. Um, yes, three years now on the retail side. Um, and, you know, our company's hit numbers that, man, that I've never thought, you know, COVID yeah. hit and we just tremendously i kept going you know cardone talks about when things happen mm-hmm. you push forward that's how the rich happen they they push forward so through covid i built relationships one of one of my goals is to have um my team invest with us mm. um i see our training and our training is legit man it's yeah. not um if you do the process and you follow it guess what you will close the deal yeah. we are dealing with a latino market okay and i tell my sales team there's the Andy Elliott team that deals with franchise stores, and then there's the MB Motors team yeah. that is dealing with, you're talking no papers, no I-10, and we're working 10, 12, 20 cosigners, yeah. getting 25000 down. So I already see our goals, our visions, and I tell every team that I have, team member on our team, when you, everybody, I'm like, you guys are family. Let's let's make a money goal to save this much money. And guess what? You guys, we can invest in a in building a new home. Yeah. Um, you know, right now we got two big three story buildings going on. Who would ever thought we would ever do it? We partnered with uh, our partner Ramon Hernandez, and he's in construction field. But again, your network is your net worth. So knowing the right people. Yeah. Um, I want all of my team to be able to invest in and have a great yeah. life. You know. So now my goal is from back then to now. I'm like, I want my people to. 
making 50k a month yeah. you know 100,000 a month why not my daughter was talking about um you know money goals the other day and she was she's amazing at what she does and I'm watching her work 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 and she reminds me of myself when I got into car business mm. but she's so far ahead of me yeah. so now I'm just like my goals are for my team to eat not uh Raymond noodles not oatmeal not the kick cereal that we all grew up on but I want them to eat steak. I want them to eat good. And yeah. I tell them, but if you don't do the work, you are not going to eat, you know? Yeah. And I pay good. I, I believe that I pay really good our team, you know? Um, so those are my goals now is to make sure my team is doing great. Sure, I, I, I want to, yeah, who doesn't want to be wealthy, right? With yeah. money, you have options, okay? The money will come if you don't look at people like money. This year, we gave uh, one of my goals last year. In December, I said, and I've taught you a little bit about finances, and I said, I want to give 100 grand away. That's yeah. my goal. And Crystal and I have been always on the same page. Mm. And I think whenever you can grasp the concept of giving, it's better to give than to receive. Yeah. Um, it comes back in 10 times fold. Scriptures talk about it, you know, and, yeah. and it does come back. So I don't I don't give to receive. I give now because, yeah, it's, it's what greater joy it is to give than to mm. receive. So... My goals now, I want to write a million-dollar check one day, man. Yeah. Like, I want to do stuff that the other franchise stores are not doing. Just recently, I was able to post and be bold, right? Hey, we give this. When you buy from New Beginning Motors, guess what? This is what we support. Mm. This is what we sponsor yeah. because it is value. And what I'm telling is real. It's it's true. I mean, you know, check the numbers. They don't lie. But how many yeah. dealers, independents do you know can do that in this amount of time? You know, there's not a lot of those guys out there. And I'm humble about it. I will do it again. If God called me to do it, I'll do it again. Now, you've committed to giving 100000 Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. That's almost like that will take a lot of people to broke. Why you're not scared of being broke Mm -hmm. anymore? Mm -hmm. Because to give a hundred thousand means that you believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. It means that you believe in your business, and that's a hard thing to accomplish. So, when you gave that, when you committed to giving that money, how how did it make you feel like? Did you did you think about how you grew up? Did you think about how hard your mom worked? Did you think about those jobs that you had, like working those four or five jobs that you were never going to be able to give a hundred thousand working those jobs, and they were good, and the, and in a sense they motivated you for the next step. But the next step was necessary. But that you're at another level now. You know, and I don't even consider that we're on another level, Sam. You know, yeah. I'm always like. How do you get to the next? How do you get to the next? How can I make sure my finance guy is making 20K a month, right? Yeah. Uh, and he's in training right now. You know, one of those guys, and I'm just, you know, I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm constantly trying to level up, constantly trying to study this. Mm. Um, but I don't know, and I, 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 I never feel like I'm on that next level yet. You know, yeah. I, I watch Andy Elliott. I watch these guys. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, uh-huh. okay, I'm about to slap you with some truth. You're on the next level. Giving a hundred, committing to giving a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. That's pretty big. Mm-hmm. That's next level stuff. And and one would think in this life that leveling up means that you have more money. Mm-hmm. But you did the opposite. You gave away mm-hmm. a big old stack. Mm-hmm. That means something. And and I think that the reason I, it, it's kind of like echoing in my mind right now is because people are chasing success, but they're never thinking about how to give back. And I see you giving back so passionately after you've been burned so many times sure. by so many people in so many ways, and yet you still decide that you want to give back. And I want to commend you for that 
But I want to put it out there, you know, for those watching that the opportunity is going to come up. And, and this is a, a connection to what you shared earlier. And, I, and, and you're going to have a choice. You're either going to live and be greedy mm-hmm. or you're going to live and you're going to give a hundred thousand, a million dollars. Like if you don't start training yourself that way, mm-hmm. you're robbing yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's true. You are robbing yourself. Um, I think the number one key in, in, in life and in, in success is to be able to give and, and give it freely. Don't be afraid yeah. to give. Um, I didn't share this, but back, you know, our wife, Crystal, my wife, Crystal, we had a restaurant. Not our wife. It's your my wife. wife. I'm sorry. I had to fix that because it's going to be on. <laughs> my wife, Crystal, um, we had a restaurant back then. And yeah. I remember being in auction in auctioneers and, and we were out in one of the richest part of Fort Worth, Camboo area. And I used to deliver in that area, you know, yeah. and I would come home and I would Google um, what they did for a living. You know, what did this person do? David McDavid. I remember the Maritz dealerships, highly franchised stores, you know. Yeah. So I was always studying what did they do um they moved to a freeway they did this they did that but they would give away money right at these charity events that we would cater so now i I, and you say next level stuff you know i say it um as humble as possible um yeah he's right it is to give you know Mm. it is better to give i tell my sales team all the time give 10 percent at church okay and they tell me it's a challenge Give it. I'm like, just give it and trust, yeah. you know? Um, and, and God provides, man, where he leads, he, where he guides, he's going to yeah. provide for you, man. He's not going to leave you stranded. So I know whenever you hear, if you hear that voice, give it. Don't be afraid. So your goal is to, to give a million, to write a million dollar check and give it. Mm-hmm. When you do that, mm-hmm. you know, come back, you're going to come back on the show. <laughs> We're going to talk about it because there's a, there, there's a psyche that goes with, with that. I think that it shows your growth, even though I know you're working on a lot of areas and building your business, your, your personal self, and everything around your life. But don't ignore that one. Sure. This is just me talking to you as a friend. Don't ignore that the, that your heart wants to give and help people either live a better life, you know, eat a steak more often than, than some. That's all good stuff. Mm. And I think that if you invest in that, uh, the rest will will fall in place. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so I'm going to f- give you an opportunity. If you have any final thoughts, mm-hmm. n- don't pitch me or don't sell me a car right now. Okay, <laughs> That's not what I'm asking for. Final thoughts. What do you want to leave the community with whenever it comes to failure, right? Someone is facing a challenge or they're facing a failure right now. They want to quit. They're down. You know, they can't even be honest with themselves, let alone give like you've committed to giving, what would you tell them? Okay, so what I would tell them, um, guys, it's okay to fail, right? And you're going to keep failing, guys. Um, Nobody, no man is perfect, okay? Um, It's learning from your failures and not eating your vomit up again. Um, But what I would tell somebody, you got to start. If you don't start, how can you succeed? How are you going to fail, right? And the failure is going to happen. It's scary. Failure is scary. It hurts. Um, But, you know, as he was saying earlier, how do you show up? You got to put your two shoes on, just like myself every day. Put your feet to the ground and get going. If you do not show up, the first part of success is showing up. If you don't show up, how can you be successful? How do you fail if you don't show up, right, guys? There's days, like you said, I don't want to go to work. I've got cars at auction right now that I'm taking losses on because I've had them too long. I'm Mm -hmm. like, what could I have done better? What could my sales team have done better? But you got to stay back and just watch the big, get the big picture, you know, stay back and see it all. UPS yeah. used to talk about that a lot in driving, but it's true. Stop. You got to stop, 
re, uh, plan, check, and adjust and see what's going on. Mm. Don't be afraid to fail. Keep going. If you are trying to do something, um, go do it. You know, Don't be afraid to do it. Everybody else is doing it. We're, we're at the time right now in the market in, in anything that you want to do. You can go do it. You can. Gary Vee talks about garage sale stuff. I remember I used to do that before Gary V said that. A lot of stuff that they said to do. Are you the original Gary V? I'm the Juan O V. Let's go. <laughs> but you know, a lot the of that Juan stuff, v. I used to flip this, flip that. So there's no reason we are in America for you to be broke, for you to be without. Um, I would tell people you But got this it. message is universal. Yeah. You said America, but I'm just saying this is universal. It's true. You know, you can do whatever you want. Follow what these guys are doing. People are getting paid to do stupid stuff, you know? And I'm like, I used to do that for fun. And now, you know, my wife used to get mad at me. And now people are millionaires, you know? <laughs> but don't be afraid. Go do it. Try new things. It, you'll never know until you try. Mm. And I told my wife that. I said, I'll never know. I was I was pushing 35 when I left UPS. I'm 40 now, but I told my wife, what if I don't try? What if you don't try? Mm. What if you do and you make it big? I don't like to consider myself that I've made it big because I don't feel like that, guys. I struggle daily with my weight, with my, you know, I yeah. still struggle, guys. And you're going to struggle. And you have to tell yourself, it's okay to struggle. Uh, today I had a breakdown. And I was screaming in my shirt and I was like, son of a gun, you know. Yeah. But it's okay. You know what? Yeah. Through every dark night, there's a bright day, right? So no matter how hard it gets, stick your chest out. You got to keep your head up, mm. and you got to handle business, man. That's that's what successful people do. Putting yourself around the right environment, positive, um, positive, faithful environment with the right people, and 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 you build, and you're gonna keep building. Those people are gonna pick you up, but you have to have the right team. My business coach Derek Keller took me on a run. I had a 75 pound bag on my back, mm. and I finished it. And he was right by my side the whole time. Um, sure, I paid. Them a lot of money, but if you don't pay for it, that's what I've learned. It doesn't hurt you. You're gonna and, pay and for it either gonna... way. So either gonna pay it through failure, and or you're gonna pay for it because you wanted it. Like so, you and, decide. Yeah. So decide how you want to pay for it. But if you don't pay, it doesn't hurt. You know. Mm. So it's gonna hurt, guys. Get up, bandage yourself, and keep going, man. You know. So you got what it takes. If you could see it, trust me, you can achieve it. I'm a living. Um, I'm still. I'm still doing it. But I'm from the hood. I'm from the gutter. Anybody can do it, guys. And this is just the beginning, man. We have so much stuff that we're doing, training platforms. There's just so much stuff that I know is going to happen. Um, this is just the beginning, man. So it's exciting. I've got to take care of myself so I can enjoy the benefits. Yeah. Um, you know, don't stop. Got to get started. Well, thank you, Juan, for coming on today. I, uh, I enjoyed the conversation. I hope everyone listening enjoyed it and let, they learned something. And thank you for tuning in. Don't forget... Uh, Juan owns and operates NB Motors. It's located here in Fort Worth. I'll put the description below. If you need a car, any help, or even just a question about leadership or anything, Juan's always open and available to, to share his knowledge and reach out to him. Um, but thank you for coming on the Felt Podcast, guys. And you know what I say. If you think today's episode was a complete failure, I don't care because I'm going to show up on the next one and we're going to keep learning challenges and failures aren't going to stop us so keep your head up and we'll see y'all on the next one let's go